0: This is The World in Brief from The Economist. Our top stories. The EU's top diplomat, Josep Burrell, said the bloc will set up camps in Poland and Germany to train thousands of Ukrainian soldiers, as well as boost funding for weapons to more than 3 billion euros as Russian attacks escalate. Ukraine was shelled across more than 40 cities and towns on Thursday, according to local officials. Meanwhile, Russia warned of a guaranteed escalation to a World War III if the country was admitted to NATO. NATO's Secretary General, Jens Stoltenberg, said there would be severe consequences if Russia used nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Inflation in America rose by more than expected last month with the consumer price index up 0.4% in September compared with August. Core inflation, stripping out volatile food and energy costs, rose by about 0.6% month-on-month. With underlying inflation still running high, investors are all but certain that the Federal Reserve will deliver yet another jumbo rate increase next month. The Russian-installed leader of Kherson in southern Ukraine told civilians to evacuate to Russia amid Ukraine's counteroffensive. Vladimir Saldo suggested residents save themselves, claiming that cities in Kherson were under attack from Ukrainian missiles. Kiev has denied targeting its own citizens. The deputy prime minister in Moscow pledged to help people leave Kherson safely and provide them with free accommodation. Netflix said its forthcoming ad-supported offering would cost $6.99 a month in America. The new tier will be available in 12 countries starting next month. Four to five minutes of ads will accompany each hour of programming. The streaming firm, which lost subscribers in the first half of the year, wants to attract customers on lower budgets. A jury in Florida sentenced the gunman in the Parkland shooting in 2018 to life in prison without the chance of parole. Nicholas Cruz, aged 24, pled guilty last October to premeditated murder of 14 students and three teachers at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in what was the deadliest school shooting in America to go to trial. Researchers from Oxford University have discovered that COVID vaccines are more effective in people with a genetic variant called HLA-DBQ106. They were 37% less likely to become infected than those without the gene during a 500-day follow-up period. About 30-40% to 40% of Europeans carry the gene. Knowledge of its role in the immune response can lead to better vaccines. Spain's Prime Minister, Pedro Sánchez, announced 3 billion euros, 2.9 billion dollars, in subsidies to cushion rising energy bills for households. The plan, which includes a discount on power bills for low earners, and sets the gas price rates in buildings with central heating until the end of 2023, is expected to help 40% of families. And fact of the day, 1,982 tons, an estimate for the record quantity of cocaine produced in 2020. And now here's a deeper look at the day ahead. Wall Street Bank's Report Banks are unusual companies. Rising interest rates and slowing growth are a double whammy for other firms, driving up costs and hurting revenues. But higher rates are a boon for banks, who make money on the spread they can charge between the cost of borrowing funds and lending them out, called net interest income, or NII. This swells with higher interest rates. The question is whether high NII offsets sluggishness elsewhere in the business and rising costs. Eventually, high rates and slow growth will cause loan losses to rise, which banks must account for by setting aside buffers. Investment banking activity, like mergers and acquisitions or IPOs, is still dormant. But trading activity was probably strong in still volatile markets. On Friday, JP Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Morgan Stanley report their third quarter earnings. Analysts seem to think the good might outweigh the bad. JPM, for example, is expected to earn close to $3 a share, around 10 to 15% higher than in the first two quarters of the year. Georgia's Senate Candidates Debate A highly anticipated debate between the two candidates for a Senate seat in Georgia will take place on Friday. Raphael Warnock, the Democratic incumbent and a reverend, has long been keen to contrast his oratorical skills with Herschel Walker, a Republican former American footballer who is a singularly untalented communicator. Mr. Walker, who tried for months to shirk the debate, is mired in several scandals. The latest, in which he reportedly paid for an ex-girlfriend's abortion, despite his avowedly pro-life stance, has rocked the campaign. The race for governor of Georgia, though, looks good for the Republicans, with Brian Kemp leading Stacey Abrams in the polls. That the Senate race favors Mr. Warnock is a reflection of his abilities as a politician, but also of his exceptionally weak opponent. Overall control of the Senate after the November 8th midterms may be decided by the good people of Georgia, and thus the poor nomination decisions of its state Republican Party. Haiti's Criminal Chaos The UN is considering whether to send troops to Haiti following a request last week by the government. Ariel Henry, the prime minister, has asked for a specialized armed force to help crack down on criminal gangs. America has sent a Coast Guard vessel to patrol Haitian waters and promised more aid. But it has stopped short of committing manpower. Never stable since the assassination of Jovenel Moise, the president, in July 2021, Haiti has descended into chaos. The gangs blockade fuel distribution and murder people with impunity. The new school term has been postponed. Hospitals lack supplies. Cholera has broken out. Yet Mr. Henry's request is controversial. The prime minister installed as acting president after Mr. Moise's death has little legitimacy and Haitians have taken to the streets calling for his resignation. And Haitians were bruised by the experience of 2004 to 2017 when soldiers participating in a UN peacekeeping mission introduced cholera and sexually abused Haitian girls. For all that, Haiti's situation is so dire that such a record may have to be overlooked. Burkina Faso's putschists Make a Plan On September 30th, Burkina Faso suffered its second coup this year. Captain Ibrahim Traore declared he was forced to take action because the strongmen who overthrew the elected government in January were failing to stop the region's jihadists, loosely affiliated to al-Qaeda and Islamic State, from wreaking havoc. The earlier putschists had made the same claim of the regime they usurped. As their coup-mongering predecessors did, the soldiers have convened a conference with political parties and some NGOs, which begins on Friday. In theory, its participants will draw up a transitional charter and select a transitional president. In practice, The men with guns will decide who is in charge. Perhaps Captain Traore himself will simply carry on. The last poochists promised to hand back power to civilians by July 2024. Captain Traore has suggested he will stick to that deadline. In any case, with the army divided and jihadists poised to take advantage, events could overtake even the best-laid plans. A Mountain Race Against Climate Change A Himalayan race to raise awareness of climate change is underway in Bhutan. For five days, until Monday, 29 elite runners will follow 206 kilometers, 126 miles, of the snowman track, a path forged by yak herders. With an average elevation of 4,270 meters, The inaugural snowman race will be one of the hardest ultramarathons in the world. Conditions in Bhutan are also challenging. On the plus side, it is the world's only carbon-negative country. Its forests absorb three times as much carbon dioxide as the mountain kingdom emits. But rising temperatures are causing havoc. Himalayan glaciers are melting fast. Two-thirds may be gone by 2100 that could have devastating consequences of the sort suffered by Pakistan when melting glaciers recently contributed to terrible floods. Bhutan's dragon king, Jigmi Keshar Namyel Wangchuk, is a keen conservationist. In backing the snowman race, he hopes that others, including China and India, Bhutan's giant polluting neighbors, will be spurred into action. Which actress, star of the Jurassic World franchise, is the daughter of a famous film director? Thursday In the Rastafarian religion, which site is a place of peace and freedom, as opposed to Babylon, its evil alternative? The winners of last week's crossword Thank you to everyone who took part in our new weekly crossword published in the weekend edition of Espresso. The winners chosen at random from each continent were Asia, Sawar Sud, Shimla, India, North America, Ivan Grabowski, Westwood, United States, Central and South America, Sebastian Agudelo Restrepo, Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, Europe, Rasmus Yoland, Stockholm, Sweden, Africa, Christine Ryder, Tunis, Tunisia, They all gave the correct answers of Ouagadougou, online, Dutch, and uncool. Check back tomorrow for this week's Crossword. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Dwight D. Eisenhower, who was born on this day in 1890. A people that values its privileges above its principles soon loses both.